For this second episode, I'd like to think a little bit about what I'm bringing into this summer, both in terms of what my faith tradition, Judaism, tells me about this work of listening and compassion and presence, and also a little. I want to talk a little bit about my story and how that story fits into this work of both clinical pastoral education and also work in San Francisco. My earliest memories of feeling spirituality or a sense of religious connection took place in the sanctuary, sort of the the worship hall of the synagogue I grew up going to, Sherath Israel in San Francisco. Now this sanctuary is lined by hundreds and hundreds of light bulbs. It's really a majestic space. And I remember sitting in high holiday services on the Jewish holiday of Yom Kippur and hearing my cantor singing and just being overwhelmed by a sense of what I now know Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel calls awe and radical amazement. Just being totally overcome by this sense of wow, this sense of amazement. And I remember feeling that at a very early age, I was probably about 11 or, or 12 in this in this, um, in this moment I'm describing. And I didn't know the words w- amazement or, or, um, or wonder, which Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel uses at the time. I didn't know those words then. But I, I had these really powerful experiences. And I, I think what's interesting for the context of learning to listen and, and be present for people, I think what's interesting about those experiences is that so much of those experiences happened alone. I did have this sense of religious connection, but those were really private moments for myself. And as I've grown older and as I've started to, to really walk down this path of spiritual leadership, one of the journeys I've been on has been becoming more open to community and becoming more open to sharing religious experiences with others. So to zoom out a little bit, I think about my religious experience and I think about Jewish spirituality in terms of two poles. I think of the pole of Abraham Joshua Heschel, the the pole of radical amazement and awe. And then on the other hand, I've come to appreciate this sort of this very different way of thinking about spirituality, which is best epitomized by the Jewish thinker Martin Buber. In a nutshell, Buber thinks that we as human beings can be in two types of relationships. The first type of relationship Buber describes is an I-it relationship. In an I-it relationship, you see what you're in relationship with instrumentally. And when people explain Buber, they often give the example of sort of (laughs) relationships of capitalistic exchange as I-it relationships. When you're buying something in a grocery store and you interact a little bit with the clerk who's checking you out, but you don't have a a full appreciation of them as you interact with them. That's, that's an I-it relationship. It's certainly possible to have I-it relationships with objects. The, ma- the majority of the time we interact with objects, we're seeing them instrumentally. And it's also most of the time that we interact with our friends and family even, we have I-it r- interactions with them because we, we aren't, we're just sort of talking to them, right? Like we aren't in contact with 
their full humanity, their full essence when we're interacting with them. The second type of relationship that Buber describes is an I-you relationship in which you're in contact with the full humanity, the full presence of whatever you're in relationship with. And Buber says it's possible to have IU relationships with people, certainly, but also Buber thinks you can have an IU relationship with a tree. You can encounter that tree and be so totally enthralled by that tree that you that something something sort of magical happens. And Buber Buber's a little slippery, but it seems that there's godliness in the encounter of an IU relationship. The rest of the world blurs away when you're in an IU relationship and you encounter divinity in the way that Buber writes IU is with an I I dash U and in the in the dash that connects the I and the U, there's God. There's godliness, there's divinity, and and the magic of losing yourself in a relationship. When I think of IU relationships and, and Buber's thought, I think of one moment in particular in my life. In 2013, I lived in Haiti while I ran a journalism workshop. I lived and worked with an organization that practiced the specific form of yoga And in addition to running various programs and schools, this organization had a children's home. So it took care of children whose parents had passed away or whose families couldn't take care of them. And every night, all the volunteers who worked for this organization and the kids would come together and we'd do a kirtan or a singing meditation. we would sing the words Baba Nam Kevalam, which in Sanskrit mean everything is love. The school that we that we did these kirtans in was right next to another children's home. This children's home was only for boys, and it was for boys, many of whom had had really difficult lives, many of whom had experienced sexual violence and, and were the victims of sef- sexual trafficking in this area along the border with the Dominican Republic. And I'll never forget one evening when the boys from this other children's home came and joined us for our kirtan and singing with them Baba Nam Kevalam at the top of our lungs, many of them singing off key. What we were singing sounded true to me. It sounded like everything was love. Bye. 
so as I reflect on these two poles in the Jewish tradition, the one being the sense of awe and radical amazement and wonder of Heschel, the other being this IU totalizing connection of Buber. I think both of these will help me with my work this summer. And for for you theological nerds out there, I think of the the god of Heschel as more of a transcendent god and the god of Buber to be more of an imminent god. And it seems to me that in pastoral work, both of these conceptions of God can be really useful. I know already from the experience that I do have doing this work that sometimes the majestic, grand, transcendent God of Heschel can be useful for having a sense of perspective and thinking about the big picture while this relational imminent God can be so important for one-on-one encounters and for, for really listening to people. So that's a little bit about my spiritual background and how I see Judaism, my spiritual tradition, fitting into all of this. If you're interested in following my work, please check out my website, georgealtruler.com, and I encourage you to donate to the San Francisco Night Ministry. Thank you so much, and take care.